County rival Gwynn. The Patriots come into this game with a record of 9-6. and six. The Model Towners 3-11, but don't let that fool you. A much better team than their record would indicate. We're going to get to more on that here in a few moments. The two teams met in Gwynn on January the 8th. Westwood won that game 46-37. A battle from the get-go. The Patriots were able to sneak out with a nine-point win. The Patriots have won the last six meetings over Gwynn, but traditionally it's never come easy. Always a good one when these two get together. Gwynn's last win in the series was January 3rd of 2017. Westwood most recently took down Manistique 66-65. That was Friday night. As a team, they're averaging 54 points a game while holding opponents to 51. For Gwen, their three wins this season have come against Hancock, and then they beat Manistique twice. Four of their losses have come by single digits. Those four losses by a combined 19 points. You think even if they were able to flip half of those games, how differently their season could look. Nonetheless, they've got athletes, they've got scores, they've got size, they've got shooters, and they're a dangerous team, and they showed it last year in their run to the district final coming up just short against Nagani. They fell in their most recent outing, 84-51 against Iron Mountain on Friday. As a team, they're averaging 50 points a game while allowing 61. They've only been held below 50, though, five times this year. And in those games, they have a 1-4 and four record. However, when they allow more than 61 points in a game, they're 0-7. So Gwynn is going to want to keep this one low scoring. And that's typically the way that Westwood wants to play it as well. Here are the mid-pen standings as we enter play tonight. Iron Mountain on top. They're 14-0, 10-0 in mid-pen play. Then you have Nagani at 14-1, 8-1 in the mid-pen, a game and a half back of Iron Mountain. Gladstone is in third. They're at 8-7, 7-3 in mid-pen play. They're three games out. Westwood is half a game back of Gladstone at 9-6, 6-3 in the mid-pen. Ishpeming 4-9, 2-8 in the mid-pen. Gwynn is 3-11, 2-8 in the conference. Both are eight games behind Iron Mountain. And then Manistique is 2-14 overall, 0-11 in the mid-pen, 10.5 games out. Up next, each team will take on Calumet. Westwood will welcome them here on Thursday. Gwynn will go to Calumet on Friday. Elsewhere in the UP tonight in boys' action, Ishpeming home. They're just across town taking on Menominee. Nagani's at home tonight with Gladstone. Iron Mountain is at Kingsford. Calumet, speaking of which, is home tonight with Lots. Dollar Bay, the third-ranked team in the state in Division Four, hosting Barriga. Manistique is at Engadine, and Forest Park will welcome Norway. Junior varsity game tonight, a thriller won by Westwood 30-29. to The lead changed hands three times in the final minute. Wynn had a couple of shots with 2.2 seconds left out of a timeout, but couldn't get either to fall. The Patriots hold on for the one-point victory. That's your primer. Let's take our first timeout. When we come back, you'll hear an interview with Westwood head coach Scott Sergula. All that and more leading up to tip-off here on ESPN-UP. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that. But why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art van furniture, locally owned, US 41 West, Marquette. This is Justin Farley from the Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home. Being a former athlete, I always enjoy the support that has been shown throughout the local community for our local teams. Those positive cheers and endless support is a constant reminder to the athletes that their hard work does not go unnoticed. I'd like to say thank you to all of the athletes for working hard in the classroom 
at practice, and in the field of play. The Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home supports and appreciates all of your efforts. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorial. Sports season can be busy. From running kids to the ice arena, basketball practice, or dance recital. All while making sure the other aspects of life stay on track. It's easy to get behind the ball on things. Make sure your car is not one of those things. This season, pack up the team in all their gear and hit the road with confidence. Now is a great time to get into a new vehicle at Fox Nagani. From hauling the whole team's equipment to the whole team themselves, the new 2020 Chevy Silverado or the new 2020 Chevy Equinox have the capabilities to get everyone and their stuff where it needs to go. And at Fox Nagani, we take care of our customers and their cars by offering free pickup for all service work, even oil changes, or take one of our brand new loaner vehicles. Where the rivers run and the eagles fly and my dogs ain't on the leash. Buy new roads at Fox Nagani. Experience the difference. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Pre-game continues on ESPN-UP. Speak with Westwood head coach Scott Sergio before his team takes on Gwynn. Coach, first action since Friday night at Mano. How's practice look since then? Uh, we've been good uh, besides the flu. Uh, it's still hitting our team. We still... We had guys out, and so, well, uh, we got them back tonight, but I don't know how if they're 100%. But it's going, it's it, it's gone well. Coach, you look at Gwynn. They're 3-11, and 11, but they've been in about every game. Tell me about this model Towner team. I think they're a much improved uh, Gwynn team. Uh, you know, they're, they're a bigger team. You know, they got some big kids and 6'2", 6'3", 6 feet, 6'1". Six you know, and they're they're a physical team, and uh, you know I watched them play against Nagani a while back there, and you know they were with them. It was a close game, and then Nagani put on the press in that and uh, caused them some trouble. Uh, but um, you know, we're first game. It was a battle. It was a battle, and you know now we get to see and you know have we improved? And I I think we have, but I also think they have too. I expect another good game. What does your team need to do to be successful tonight? Uh, we got to make sure we, we know where their shooters are. And, um, you know, what worries me, too, is now they've been going into Jancy a little bit more at the, on the inside into the post. Uh, we have to be physical down there, and, and we got to um, play, play relentless defense. And it's got to be a lot better defense than we played against uh, uh, Manistique. Appreciate the time, as always, Serge. Best of luck. All right, thanks. Let's take a mo- time out more in a moment on ESPN-UP. During winter, travel conditions can change mile to mile and minute to minute. Prepare for cold, wind, drifting snow, freezing rain, and other surprises. Always remember speed limits are for when pavement is clear and dry. Focus on getting to your destination safely and watch for cyclists and pedestrians, even if it means extra travel time. If there is ice and snow, take it slow. A winter safety message brought to you by Eagle Mine. You don't just want your bank to be a place where you park your money. You want it to be your partner in putting your money to work for you. At MBank, we believe in the power of exceptional banking products and services delivered by friendly, experienced people. Community-focused, client-driven. That's our commitment to you. It's about supporting our communities. It's about empowering our clients to make sound financial decisions. It's about being your financial partner. Make the move to MBank today. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Dave's Collision and Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back. Tanner Hoops with you from Westwood High School. We're just about set for tip-off in tonight's Mid-Pen Boys Basketball Contest. Let's meet tonight's starters, and we'll begin, as always, with the Westwood Patriots. Running the point, Taylor Delangelo, a 5'9 senior, averaging 11.5 points and three rebounds a game, also the team leader with three assists per. He's joined in the backcourt by Zach Carlson, a 5'9 sophomore. He's lead the team at 18.5 points a game to go along with 3.5 rebounds. He's coming off a career-high 33 Friday night at Manistique. Also in the lineup at guard, Marcus Bowes, a 5'9 sophomore, two points and a rebound per game. Into the front court we go. Zach Beckman, a six-foot sophomore, five points, three and a half rebounds per. And rounding out the starting lineup, Ty Olderton. He's a six-four senior, averaging ten and a half points and six rebounds a game. The head coach is Scott Sergula, assisted by Luke Gray, Mitch Melsing, Chessie Catelyn, and Chandler Vile. Now the starting lineup for the Gwen Model Towners running the point. Aston Love, a 5'10 junior, averaging 7.5 points per. He's joined in the backcourt by Caleb Anderson, a 6'3 senior committed to play football at Michigan Tech. He's averaging 8 points per game. Also in the starting lineup, James Harnick, a 6'3 junior. He's the team leader in scoring at just a shade under 20 points per game. Tristan Jancy, a 6'1 junior, averaging 6.5 points per. And rounding out the Gwynn starting lineup is Reed Hill, a 6'1 junior, averaging 12 points a game. The head coach is Jim Finkbeiner, assisted by Bill Finkbeiner. Those are tonight's starting lineups. Westwood and Gwynn getting set for a mid-pen battle as the Patriots try to sweep the regular season series with a possible third meeting upcoming in the postseason. Take our last time out for the plank of the National Anthem. Tip-off is next. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. We can't water ski. We don't make s'mores over the campfire, but we do make recreational property loans so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is here to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. Whether you're ready to start enjoying a cottage or camp now or planning ahead, make it happen with First Bank. First Bank. Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Subject to approval. Fees may apply. First Bank. Where it's all about people. Super One Foods in Nagani and Marquette welcome high school basketball with these specials. Black Angus Boneless Beef Bottom Round Roast for $3.89 a pound. Smithfield Country Style Boneless Beef Ribs, a family pack for $3.99 a pound. Smithfield Country Style Boneless Pork Ribs, a family pack for $1.99 a pound. Fryer Chicken Breast Family Pack for $0.99 cents a pound. And Turkey Drumsticks, also $0.99 cents a pound. These prices are good through Saturday, February 22nd at your local Super One stores in Nagani and Marquette. Low prices, better choices, right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. 
Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, visit stayactiveup.com. If you are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other high-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats to feature that logo? You got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you and for all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call time out. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Now you can combine Big Boy's Big Goodness with Big Room in the new meeting room that can fit up to 50 people. Next time you need a space for your group and food to feed them, call on Big Boy Marquette. You pay for the food, the room is free to reserve. Take a peek at it the next time you're in. It's in the back by the buffet. There's a TV on the wall if you need and free Wi-Fi. Teams can eat meals there. Ladies have been spotted playing cards. What could you use it for? The brand new meeting room at Big Boy Marquette awaits you. Call 226-1062. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. It's time for tip-off of tonight's contest on ESPN-UP. Here's Tanner Hoops. Welcome back to Westwood. Tanner Hoops, the play-by-play. Eric Martello in the studio. Glad to have you along. We're set for tip-off. Hope you are, too. Glad that you join us this Tuesday evening in mid-February. Westwood decked out in the home white uniforms with navy blue numerals outlined in red. 
Gwynn is going to counter with the black uniforms with black numerals outlining gold, the Wichita State motif. Eight minutes on the clock. We're ready to get this one going. Hope you are, too, whether you're on your AM or FM dial or join us via the World Wide Web. One score to update you on the out-of-town scoreboard. 5.24 to go in the opening quarter. Nagani boys with a 12-4 lead over Gladstone, and that game's significant. I'll tell you why in a moment. Significant specifically to Westwood. But for now, the ball's in the air, and the tap is won by Westwood. Taylor Delangelo with it as Gwynn comes out in a man-to-man defense. Dell picks up the dribble and hands off to Carlson right wing. Carlson drives in. Carlson kicks it to Beckman in the corner. Beckman rotate to the top of the key for Delangelo. Delangelo driving in, finds Beckman underneath. Beckman, his pass intercepted. Coming the other way with a basketball will be Mastin Love. Love will work it quickly ahead to Harnick. Now back to Love. Love gets a high ball screen from Jancy. Now rotates to Anderson right at the top of the key. Anderson back up top to Love. Love will rotate to the right wing for Anderson. Anderson picks up the dribble, now finds Jancy. Jancy between the circles, back out to Harnick for a heat check. Three that spins out. Rebound pulled down by Delangelo. Dell across the midcourt strike. Dell driving top of the key. Dell crosses over and will bring it back out. He's picked up by Caleb Anderson. Rotate to the corner for Beckman driving in. Beckman kicks up to the top of the key now. Carlson. Carlson drives left wing. Now back out. Alderton for a long two. That's off the heel of the rim too strong. But the rebound is offensive for Westwood. Driving to the basket. Head fake lap around the rim. Missed. Rebound is tapped out of bounds. And it's off of Gwynn's Reed Hill. I beg your pardon. Eric Anderson is on the floor. Six-foot senior average in a point, two and a half rebounds a game. He's on the floor for Marcus Bowes. I talked with Coach Serge during the JV game. He gave me the starting lineup then. He said Marcus Bowes would start as Beckman knocks down a long two. And Westwood's on the board first at 2-0, 6.45 to go in the opening quarter. But somewhere along the mind, along the line, Coach Serge must have changed his mind. And now we have an official's timeout. And that may be what they're talking about right now. Because Eric Anderson's on the floor and Coach Serge reported to me that Marcus Bowes would start in his place. Marcus is not. Either or, they've got it cleaned up. If they got it reported to the official score or not. Either or, Anderson has the basketball now as we're back to action. He's picked up by Anderson. Anderson on Anderson tonight. Rotate now to the right wing for Harnick. He's picked up by Zach Carlson. Harnick gets a high ball screen from Hill. Drives in, now kicks it back to Hill. Hill rotate to the corner, open three. Anderson is off the front of the rim, no good, but the rebound's offensive. Put back Anderson. He got his own miss and gets it to go. 2-2 our score, 6-10 to go, and Westwood stepped over the end line as they were inbounding it. Wynn will get the basketball back, inbounding underneath the Westwood bucket. And I beg your pardon, I thought Anderson was on the, was on the line. Let's see. We'll get the score corrected here in a moment, but Westwood will draw the first foul of the game, a charge called against Gwynn. 6.04 to go here in the opening quarter, and Gwynn will put on a full-court press. Right now the scoreboard has 3-2, Westwood by 1. They must have given Beckman credit for a 3. I thought he was towing the line. But the official score has 3 up on the board. we hit the basketball in the quarter now as Anderson, and 3 seconds called against Westwood. So we're trying to sort out the scorebook right now. Who's supposed to be on the floor? Where the shot that went down for Beckman came from? Officially, as of right now, it's from behind the arc, and Westwood leads it 3-2 with 5.38 to go here in the opening quarter. 
Model Towners with a basketball, though. Anderson rotate to the corner. Harnick now down low for Hill, who banks it off the window and in. And Gwynn goes up 4-3. to three. And again, the full court press stays on for the Towners. Carlson within the backcourt. Carlson for Dell, who gets it across midcourt. Carlson drive to the basket. Scoop shot layup no good. Rebound pulled down by Anderson. Anderson to Love. A bullet pass into the front court for Harnick. Harnick has his pocket picked by Carlson, but then the ball went out of bounds. Carlson couldn't save it. It'll stay with Gwynn. They'll inbound underneath the Westwood bucket. They'll slowly send the trigger man over. That's Anderson. Eric Anderson will be on ball for Westwood. Caleb Anderson looks and gets it into the corner for Harnick. Harnick, right-hand dribble, goes up top to Love. Love back to Harnick in the corner, guarded by Carlson. Harnick dribbles behind his back, now drives to the basket, puts up a floater in the paint and knocks it down. And it's 6-3, Gwynn on top on a 4-0 run with five minutes to go in the quarter, and Scott Sergela spends a timeout. Well, did you know First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop and soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Make the right decision, choose Dave's Collision, Dave's Collision Center at 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. The Bjork and Zolke Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Gwynn, Munising, and Trenary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Tanner Hoops, the play-by-play. Eric Martello in the studio. The lone bucket for Westwood, a three by Zach Beckman. I thought he was inside the arc, or at least towing the line. The officials disagree. And now Marcus Bowes is in the ballgame for Westwood out of the timeout. He was originally in the starting lineup, but he's out there now for Eric Anderson. Inbound goes to Delangelo. He works it across the midcourt stripe against the press. Anderson picks him up. Dell swings it to Carlson left wing. Carlson jab step, drives in, love on him. Now kicks it back out. Beckman, Beckman to the corner. Alderton driving on the baseline. Alderton puts up a floater around the rim and in. Ty Alderton gets the deuce, and Westwood is back within one. 6-5 Gwynn, 4.30 to play here in quarter number one. Towners with the basketball. Love across the midcourt stripe, picked up by Marcus Bowes. Love driving with the left-hand dribble, kicks it to the corner for Hill. Hill back up top to Love. Westwood man-to-man defense as well. Love between the circles. Love now between his legs, gets a high ball screen. His bullet pass tipped away and stolen by Taylor Delangelo. Dell quickly across the midcourt stripe ahead to Carlson. Let's a three fly from the right wing and got it to go. And he got fouled. And Zach Carlson is going to the line to try and complete a four-point play with 4.01 to go in the opening quarter. First foul of the game on either team. It's on Mastin Love. Westwood did not shoot foul shots well Friday night at Gwynn. Started 0 for 7. Carlson hoping for a better start tonight, a 72% foul shooter, and he does get Westwood off to a better start, hitting the and one. A four-point play for Zach Carlson, and Westwood leads it 9-6, four minutes left in the opening quarter. Bullet pass and he tipped out of bounds by Beckman. It was a good thing he got a paw on it, otherwise Reed Hill was wide open underneath as Gwynn had no problems beating Westwood back defensively that time. Inbound to the corner for Harnick. Now with Delangelo on him. Harnick drives the baseline, puts up a floater, and gets it to go. Win back within one, 344 to go in the opening quarter. 9-8 Westwood with the basketball. Carlson across midcourt, swings it to Dell left wing. Dell back out to Carlson. Carlson for Beckman. 
Beckman, couple dribbles, rotate to Bose, now back to Carlson. Carlson to the right wing for Bose. Bose, left-hand dribble, drives in, spins, pull-up jumper at the elbow. No good, but he's fouled by Harnick. And that puts Marcus Bose to the line to shoot two. 3.24 to go in the opening quarter. 9-8, Westwood leads it by one. First on Harnick, team second. Bose, four of seven at the foul line this year, makes the first one. And Anderson comes back in the game for Westwood. He replaces Beckman. One more foul shot coming for Bose. Dips the knees, lets it go. He makes it. So Westwood's lead is three at 11-8. And the full court press remains on. Each team pressing each other early on. I like it. Love double teamed in the backcourt. Works it ahead to Hill. And Hill gets bumped and fouled. 3.16 3.16 to go, quarter number one. First foul on Westwood, and it's on Zach Carlson. Anderson will trigger it in from the side between the Westwood bench and the scores table. Inbound to Love in the backcourt. Love across the midcourt stripe. Love right-hand dribble. Rotate to the right wing for Anderson. Anderson guarded by Alderton. Up top to Harnick. Harnick defended by Delangelo. Harnick crossover dribble. Gets a high ball screen from Hill. Now drives in, picks it up. And looks for a handoff. Finds it with Love. Love brings it back out. Goes around a screen from Hill. Love crosses over. Drives and now kicks it back out. Anderson with it. Anderson a lob pass for Hill. That's picked off by Zach Carlson. And thrown over to Delangelo on the fast break. Dell quickly pushing it down the lane. Puts up a floater for the right hand. No good. Rebound is pulled down by Anderson. Caleb Anderson's been all over the floor early on for Gwynn. Ahead to Love. Love driving baseline. Shovel pass to the corner for Harnick. Harnick ahead fake. Driving baseline. Puts up a floater around the rim. No good. Offensive rebound. Never got the putback off because he was fouled on the floor, the official says. Team fouls now even at two apiece. 2.26 to go in the opening quarter. It's on Ty Alderton. That's his first. 11-8 Westwood leads it by three. Love will trigger it in underneath. Gets it to Hill, who cruises to the basket, lays it up and in. Somebody just lost track of their man. And it's a one-point game again at 11-10. Carlson across the midcourt stripe. Carlson rotate right wing for Bose. Bose dribbles to the baseline, now brings it back to the wing, up top to Dell. Dell, stutter step, now out to Alderton left wing. Alderton to Anderson, now rotate to the corner for Bose, gets a ball screen from Anderson, then gets it up top to Carlson. Carlson, pull-up jumper from the left elbow, no good, but he's fouled, and Zach Carlson goes to the line to shoot two. Carlson, one of one at the line so far tonight, converted that four-point play. Each team set to send in a sub at the next opportunity. Couple dribbles for Carlson, and his first here is made. Beckman back on the floor for Westwood. Nick Lightford, a 6'2 senior, averaging 5.5 points a game on the floor now for the Mattletowners. One more coming. It's on the way, and he makes it. 13-10, Westwood's lead again is 3. And the full court press remains on as it's inbounded to Lightford. He bounce passes to Anderson. Anderson across the midcourt stripe. He's picked up by Delangelo. Anderson... Rotate right at the top of the key. With the basketball, Harnick spins after getting a ball screen, drives to the lane. His jump shot no good. Rebound is loose on the floor. Bodies dive everywhere for it, and Delangelo comes away with it. Dell ahead to Carlson, one-on-one to the basket. Pull-up jumper around the rim, spins out. Rebound pulled down by Anderson, and then he's fouled. 
They'll get Beckman for the personal. Evens team fouls up at three apiece as Bax picks up his first. Minute 21 to go, opening quarter, 13-10, Westwood by three. Anderson with the basketball ahead to Hill, and it got deflected out of bounds by Carlson into the Westwood bench. It'll stay with the Towners. Back and forth early on. Looking and looking, Harnick inbounds it to Anderson. Now to Hill playing the high post, defended by Beckman. Kick to the corner for Harnick. Harnick for Lightford, back to Harnick. And Harnick once again goes to Lightford. Now back out to Anderson. Anderson driving in, picked up by Carlson. Anderson, shovel pass, top of the key. Lightford, drive to the basket, layup won't go, but he's fouled. And he will go to line for Gwynn's first foul shots. Eric Anderson set to check back in for Westwood. 56 seconds to go in the corner. Beckman picks up his second. Team's fourth. And Lightford's first foul shot is made. Anderson replaces Beckman. 13-11, Westwood's lead is two. 56 seconds left here in quarter number one. Second foul shot on the way and banked in from Lightford. A one-point game once again. Inbounded Dell. Token pressure from Anderson. Gets it ahead to Carlson across midcourt. Carlson going right to the rack. Puts up a floater. No good. Might have been partially blocked. Rebound is out of bounds off of Westwood. 47 seconds left in the opening quarter. 13-12 Westwood by one. Inbound to Anderson. Metta Lightford rotate to the corner for uh, Jancy. That's Jancy with it. He breaks it ahead to Harnick. Harnick rotate to Anderson down low now, and Anderson will bring it back out, picked up by Bose. Anderson looks and looks, picking up the dribble, now goes to the top key for Lightford. His pass picked off by Carlson, but then he lost the basketball right back to Lightford. Lightford ahead to Hill, his layup good, and one. Oh, they're waving off the basket, calling a charge. 22 seconds left. Reed Hill called for the charge. As he banked a shot home, his first team fouls even at four, and Gwen will press right back. Inbound to Carlson, still in the backcourt. Carlson now pushes it across. Carlson right at the top of the key. He's guarded by Lightford. Carlson drives in, right elbow, pull-up jumper is no good. Rebound is pulled down by Harnick. Harnick quickly works ahead. Five seconds left, lets it go from three. It's off the heel of the rim, no good. And I think it hit the back support. The uh, strap holding up the backboard. Yes, it did. I don't think Harnick realized how much time was still left on the clock. Two seconds left. Inbound Carlson lets it go from three-quarters court. Good if it goes. It's off the heel of the rim. And with that, a very entertaining first quarter comes to an end. 13-12 Westwood after one. Second quarter after this on ESPN-UP. When glass breaks, and it's the kind of a break where your insurance company is going to pay for it, step back for a moment and call timeout. You have the right to select Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales of Ishpeming, and why not? If it's glass, they can fix it. All work is guaranteed, and they will bill your insurance directly. The mobile team at Peninsula Glass will come to you and make repairs. Call for a free estimate and see how the crew can best serve you. They also do residential and heavy equipment repair. Peninsula Glass and Auto Sales, Marquette County's only locally owned and operated auto glass shop, right on US 41 in Ishpeming. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Well, 
Welcome back. Tanner Hoops with you. Eric Martello in the studio. Taking a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. 2-14 to go in the first half. Nagani all over Gladstone. 40-20 to in boys basketball action. And I said earlier, that game is of significance to Westwood because with a Patriot win and a Gladstone loss tonight, the Pats will re-jump Gladstone in the mid-pen standings. Girls action. Gwynn with a 13-10 lead over Nagani. That game with one quarter in the books. 13-12 is our score. Westwood by one. Gwynn with the basketball in the hands of Love as we start quarter number two. Love guarded by Bowes between the circles. Gets a high ball screen. Drives to the right wing. Now rotate to Anderson. Bounce pass underneath for Harnick. Harnick brings it back out. Dell has done a good job on him tonight. Rotate now to the right elbow for Jancy. Jancy up top. Anderson for three. Left it short off the front of the rim. Rebound Carlson. Carlson, long stretch pass ahead. Dell drives the basket. Left hand layup. Yes. Taylor Delangelo's first field goal tonight. And Westwood's lead is once again three at 15 to 12. And a near steal for Carlson. He ran about two rows up into the bleachers, deflecting that ball out of bounds as momentum carried him the rest of the way. Anderson will trigger in from the side. No one will play on ball. Ty Alderton, the closest man to him, plays center field. Inbound goes to Hill. Hill gets it to Love. Love left at the top of the key. Rotate to the corner for Harnick. Harnick guarded by Delangelo. Goes back up top to Love. Love guarded by Bowes. Left-hand dribble. Love brings it back near the center of the floor. Bowes still on him. Step for step. He bounce passes it to Anderson. Anderson guarded by Alderton. Anderson rotate right wing three on the way for Love, and he buries it to tie this game. 15-15, 6.55 to go in the first half. Carlson finds Delangelo. Dell across the midcourt stripe. These two teams pressing each other floor to floor here in the early going. Carlson with the basketball. Rotate back to Delangelo. Delangelo guarded by Anderson. Hands it off to Bowes driving in. Bowes left elbow. Leans and is stripped of the basketball out of bounds. Off Gwynn. It stays with Westwood. Good move by Bose, but an even better move by Jancy to get a hand on that ball. Delangelo will trigger in underneath the Westwood bucket. Inbound to the corner. Carlson jab step. Drive to the basket. Pull up. Jumper is good. Nothing but the bottom of the barrel for Zach Carlson. He's got eight. 6.25 to go here in the first half. 17-15 Westwood by two. Harnick with the basketball in the corner. Harnick crosses over. Picked up by Delangelo. Goes up top to Hill. Hill left at the top of the key, defended by Anderson. Rotate to Caleb Anderson. Bounce pass to Hill again. Hill driving on the baseline. Hill shovels out to the corner. Harnick 4-3. It's off the heel of the rim. No good. Rebound is offensive for Jancy. Jancy out to Love, driving the baseline. Love shovel pass Harnick. Harnick in the corner. Rotate up top to Hill. Hill will try a three. Did not catch iron, but another offensive rebound for Anderson. Anderson brings it back out. Kick to the corner. Love driving baseline. Shovel Hill underneath layup. Yes. And it reties this game at 17 all, 5.41 to go in the first half. Carlson across the midcourt stripe. Carlson defended by Anderson. Delangelo now with the basketball, right-hand dribble. Dell between the circles, setting up the offense, bounces it to Carlson. Carlson just left at the top of the key. Carlson steps back and tries a three. It's off the heel of the rim, no good. Rebound pulled down by Jancy. Jancy finds Love. Love will work it ahead. Love to Harnick. Harnick crosses over, driving on the baseline, slips and falls, got the basketball back and kicks it out to Jancy. And Jancy, and we get a whistle, let's see, a timeout called by whom? The official. 
Timeout called by the official, and that will allow Gwynn to get Lightford back into the ball game, as well as David Duval, a 5'11 junior, averaging five points a game. I don't know why the stoppage in play, but Gwynn will keep possession. Inbound goes to the top to keep for Love. Love driving in. Love will kick it out to Harnick. Left wing, three, no good. Off the front of the rim. Rebound pulled down by Carlson. Carlson works his way out of a double team with 4.56 to go in the half. Tied at 17. Carlson leaves it for Delangelo. Delangelo between the circles. Left-hand dribble. Bounce pass Carlson back to Dell. Dell kick out Anderson. Driving in. Anderson. Scoop shot. Reverse layup. Nicely done. First bucket of the ball game for Eric Anderson. 19-17. Westwood back up by two. Top of the keeper, Hill, driving in. Hill lost the handle on the basketball, but gets it back in the corner. Hill calls for a ball screen. Hill, defended by Eric Anderson, poked away from him, and Hill got it back again. Hill goes to the top key. Love, heat check, three. It's off the heel of the rim, no good. Hill has the board, and we have a foul called before he can put it back. 4.17 to go in the first half. Gwynn will trigger it in underneath. Fouls on Anderson, his first, team's fifth. 19-17, Westwood by two. Inbound, goes to the corner for Harnick. Harnick will go up top to Lightford. Lightford defended by Alderton. Lightford, right-hand dribble between the circles, calls for a high ball screen. Hands it off to Love. Love being defended step for step by Bozen. His... Pass is intercepted by Anderson. Eric driving to the basket. One-on-one right-hand layup. Yes, and one. Chance for a three-point play for Eric Anderson. 3.58 to go until halftime. Team fouls now even at five apiece. Foul is on Lightford, his first. Anderson, four of five at the foul line this year. His and one try is missed, but the rebound's offensive for Marcus Bose. Bose to Anderson, now to Carlson. Carlson between the circles. Carlson will set up an offense, rotate to Dell, driving in, now kicks it out Anderson, back out Dell. Dell left at the top of the key. Dell guarded by Duval to Anderson. Anderson driving in, Anderson up top to Alderton. Alderton right-hand dribble, handoff Carlson driving in at the foul line. Carlson traveled with the basketball. 3.32 to go in a quick-moving first half. 21-17, 21-17, Westwood by four. And we get a newcomer on for Westwood, Mason Mariuzza, a 6-1 senior, averaging five points and two rebounds a game. Love with the basketball across the midcourt stripe. Westwood has backed off. They'll play him in the half court. Bowes will pick him up. Love, rotate to Lightford, left of the top key. Lightford gets a high ball screen from Harnick, curls around and brings it to the left wing. Now to Harnick, open to the corner for three. That's no good off the heel of the rim. Rebound Hill, his put back around the rim, no. Offensive rebound, Harnick, is he, uh, he's fouled as he missed the layup, and he goes to the line to shoot two with 3.06 to go in the first half. Boy, James Harnick, one of the top sharpshooters in the UP, 0 for 4 from behind the arc tonight. But Eric Anderson puts him at the line with his second foul, team sixth, and Harnick makes a first foul shot. Harnick dips the knees, second foul shot, missed long, but the rebound's offensive, and then a lane violation will negate that Maston Love rebound. 3.05 to go in the first half, 21-18, Westwood's lead is three. Carlson back on after a short breather. He replaces Eric Anderson. 
Pats have led for most of the night, but by no more than four points. Bowes inbound to Carlson, and he's fouled by Duvall. 3.05 to go in the first half, and that is Gwynn's 17th foul. It puts Carlson to the line for a one-and-one. Carlson, three of three at the line so far tonight. Westwood as a team, five of six. Fouls the second on Duvall. Carlson enters play tonight, 72% of the foul line. That number has thus far gone up. Couple of dribbles, dips the knees, front end of the one and one is made. One more coming for Carlson. If he makes this one, he will be in double figures. 3.05 to go first half. Second shot's on the way, made it. 23-18, three minutes left here in the first half. Westwood with their largest lead of the game at five. Here comes Love driving the length of the floor. Shovel pass to the corner for Lightford. Lightford puts up a floater around the rim and out, and we have a whistle and a rebounding foul against Gwynn before Lightford could track down the offensive board. Eighth team foul on the model towners. And it gets Beckman into the game for Westwood. Anderson and Jancy on the floor for Gwynn. I beg your pardon. The foul is called on Westwood. They're keeping him on this end of the floor, and they're putting Mastin Love to the foul line. I beg your pardon. I misread the official, and Love misses the foul shot at the front end. Bowes picked up the personal, by the way, so team fouls are even at seven. Westwood with the basketball in the hands of Delangelo, guarded by Anderson. Delangelo, handoff to Carlson. Carlson jab step, now brings it back out. Bullet pass underneath to Beckman. Beckman, head fake, back out Carlson. Carlson driving in, stutter step to the basket, layup, yes. 12 points for Carlson. 2.23 to go in the first half. Model Towners drive the length of the floor. Harnick has his pocket picked by Delangelo. Here comes Dell with a full head of steam. Right to the rack, coast to coast. Now he shovels underneath for Mariuzza and one too many passes that time as Jancy comes away with a steal. Just one pass, but it was one too many. Quickly into the front court. Harnick with the basketball. Up top goes to Hill, who traveled with the basketball. 2.02 to go in the first half. 25-18, Westwood's lead is seven. Inbound to Delangelo. Delangelo in the backcourt, guarded by Anderson. Gets it across timeline. Delangelo to the corner for Alderton. Alderton back over to Delangelo, and Scott Sergilo will spend another timeout. Not too many whistles in this game. A minute 51 to go first half, 25-18. Westwood's lead is seven. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. Super One Foods in Agani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind and get active, be active, stay active. Active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Agani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. Tanner Hoops in the play-by-play. Glad that you're with us. Eric Martello, the man at Mission Control. Hey, coming up at halftime, you'll hear an interview with Westwood Bowling head coach Barry Ray, his team entering the postseason. Get you caught up on those teams and what you need to know. That interview at halftime, don't miss it. Inbound to Carlson. Carlson guarded by Love at the top of the key. 
Carlson, stutter step, drives in, now hands off to Mariuta. Mariuta back out, Dell for a left wing three. It's off the heel of the rim, no good. Rebound pulled down by Lightford. Here come the Model Towners. A minute 35 to go in the first half. They trail 25-18. Hill with the basketball, rotate to Anderson. Now the corner, Love, 4-3, no good. Rebound, Carlson. Carlson across the midcourt stripe. Carlson right-hand dribble, stutter step, pull up underneath. Now he's going to throw it instead to Delangelo. Delangelo back out to Carlson. Carlson fooled everybody with not even a shot fake, just the pull up. Finds Mariuta underneath. His jumper's around the rim and in. Mason Mariuta's first points of the ball game. Seven different Patriots in the scorebook. 60 seconds even left in the first half. 27-18, Westwood by nine. Counters with the basketball. Love rotate right wing for Anderson. Anderson guarded by Alderton. Anderson rotate to Love right wing now. Love for Harnick down low to Hill. Got behind the defense but missed the layup and the rebound is saved from going out of bounds by Carlson. Threw it to Beckman. Now back to Carlson across midcourt. Carlson to Beckman. Now to Alderton down low. Baseline J no good. Rebound for Harnick. 31 seconds left in the first half. Harnick a long stretch pass to Love. Driving the baseline. Love scoop shot. Layup no good. Rebound pulled down by Beckman. Beckman in these offenses going up and down the floor coast to coast. Beckman to Dell. Dell with 18 to play, and Dell's going to do the right thing and slow it down and hold for one. Well, the pace of play was just a little too great for both teams right there. Eight seconds left. Carlson with the basketball between the circles. Carlson, rotate Delangelo. Delangelo, pull up, jumper, right elbow. Yes! Gwynn just gets it inbounds, but they don't get a shot off. And Westwood leads it 29-18 as we've hit halftime. Halftime show and our interview with Barry Ray after this here in ESPN-UP. We won't pick appliances, we can't landscape, but with First Bank's Purchase Renovation Loan, you can. Not only will you have your new house, you'll be able to do the repairs or remodeling to make it feel like home. The mortgage team at First Bank is ready to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. Make it happen with First Bank. First Bank. Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, subject to approval, fees may apply. First Bank, where it's all about people. Here's what your friends and neighbors are saying about active physical therapy. This is Mike Kosky with Congress Pizzas. After being diagnosed with a herniated lower disc, I was given the option of either surgery or therapy. I chose active physical therapy because of Scotty Corkin. My experience with active physical therapy is extremely positive. Scott set me up with a program that I could do at home. After one month, I was back on my feet doing my daily activities. Get active, be active, stay active with active physical therapy. For more information, visit stayactiveup.com. Sports season can be busy. From running kids to the ice arena, basketball practice, or dance recital. All while making sure the other aspects of life stay on track. It's easy to get behind the ball on things. Make sure your car is not one of those things. This season, pack up the team in all their gear and hit the road with confidence. Now is a great time to get into a new vehicle at Fox Nagani. From hauling the whole team's equipment to the whole team themselves, the new 2020 Chevy Silverado or the new 2020 Chevy Equinox have the capabilities to get everyone and their stuff where it needs to go. And at Fox Nagani, we take care of our customers and their cars by offering free pickup for all service work. 
even oil changes. Or take one of our brand new loaner vehicles. Where the rivers run and the eagles fly and my dogs ain't on me. Find new roads at Fox Nagani. Experience the difference. Hi, honey, I'm home. What's new? Hustle delivered our new washer and dryer today. Oh, that was fast. Any problems? None at all. The guys arrived on time, hooked up the water, and hauled away the old ones. Have a look. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, sweetie, what are these guys doing in our laundry room? They're the household guys. Okay, I can see that. But why are they standing against the wall? <laughs> why, they're standing behind their products, silly. Would you boys like some more coffee? Household appliance and art van furniture, locally owned, US 41 West, Marquette. I'm Ken Farley from the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home, and each year it's amazing to watch the student-athletes in our area schools compete at a really high level and juggle the demands of learning in the classroom, studying at home, hanging with friends, and for some, working a part-time job. They represent their schools and communities well, and if you see them on the street, let them know you appreciate their efforts. After all, they are the future leaders. We at the Bjork and Zalke Funeral Home are standing on the sidelines with great admiration for what you do. Join us in cheering in a positive way as we enjoy this high school sports season. Bjork and Zelke Funeral Home, your local and trusted agents for Sunburst Memorials. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back. Halftime of tonight's boys basketball game on ESPN-UP and a chance to talk with Barry Ray, head bowling coach at Westwood High School. Barry, first and foremost, give us an update on where your teams are as a unit, both the boys and the girls. Well, we're already in the playoffs, so the girls ended up 8-1 and one this year as well as the boys. So we'll be bringing a couple trophies to the school, which is nice. And then uh, we had a couple girls make the UP finals for individual two weekends ago, and then we had three boys make it this past weekend. And as you know, uh, Robert Papp from Westwood uh, took the title, so that gives us the singles title for the boys two years in a row now. Well, I know the girls' team struggled last year, Barry, and now 8-1. and one. They're sending a few on to the UP finals. Tell me about the improvement they made from year to year. Uh, yeah, they made a lot. Um, a lot of it has to do with uh, Kylie Junak. She's a freshman. She's been bowling for a long time, so she came in. Um, you know, as a freshman, really bowling anchor her and Missy. Um, so that added a lot um, to the team, and then just the other girls just really improving where they were at from last year. So what's the next step for you now as a team, Barry? Um, so this weekend in Marquette, uh, we have the UP team finals. The girls go in the morning set, and the boys go in the afternoon. And then uh, the following weekend, we'll be in Traverse City for our regional contest. Yeah, and tell me about how all this all works. For those of our listeners who may not know, how the postseason trail works for you and the bowlers? Um, yeah, it's a little unique. Uh, the regional event, uh, when we get there, is a two-day event. So it takes a lot of money and effort to get down there to Traverse City. The team bowls on uh, Friday. Um, the girls and boys alternate. Um, who goes first, and there, when I started coaching, there were seven teams at our regional. This year, there looks to be 18, and so just when there were seven teams, three made it. Now there's 18 teams, and three make it, so just making it to the state level is quite an accomplishment in and of itself, and then on the singles side, which happens on Saturday, um, we'll probably have about 180 bowlers, boys, and then 180 girls, and just the top ten make it to states from that level. 
Tell me about this year's squad, Barry, both on the girls' and boys' side, what you're hoping for here down the stretch. I mean, obviously you want to go as far as you can, but what are you looking for out of your group here down the stretch? Um, the boys, I honestly think, could go all the way. I mean, they've made the semifinals two years in a row down there, uh, both heartbreaking losses to Bronson, and so they're looking for a little revenge. And I do think we have the team to do it. Uh, I would love to bring another regional trophy home to the school for the boys' sake. And uh, the girls, I think, you know, they've got a shot. Any given, you know, day, you can, uh, you know, bring your best game at the same time and uh, do something. But I think just their getting the experience at the regionals with having a younger group will be uh, really good for them. Tell me about the team's confidence, the mood right now, and how you prep for the postseason. Right now we do a lot of bakers uh, practicing. For those that don't know what that is, you have a five-person team. So person one bowls one and six frames, and then person two, two and seven, and and so on. And at the regionals you do six of those, where in a given season you only do two of those on a meet. So that ends up being a lot more of your total pin count. So we'll work a lot on that this week and next week in preparation. Is team pretty confident going into the tournament? The boys are definitely confident. I think a couple of the girls are uh, feeling pretty good about it as well. So it'll be good. I'd love to hang a couple more banners at the school. Well, Barry, we've been talking about areas in which your team has improved since day one. Any other areas you want to get stronger on here in the final weeks of the season? Um, you know, we still uh, seem to miss easy spares now and then. Um, once the boys get locked in, I mean, they're pretty pretty automatic. We've got three seniors on the starting lineup this year, including my son Evan. So, you know, you expect them to find the pocket pretty quick in practice and then be able to adjust pretty quickly when we change lanes. Uh, but just seems to be those nemesis one-pin uh, spares that we miss, you know, that cost you 10 to 15 pins. It just ends up really mattering at the end. Barry Ray's a head bowling coach at Westwood. His team getting set for a postseason run. Appreciate the time as always, Barry. Looking forward to see how it all pans out. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot, Trevor. Let's take a time out. Second half after this on ESPN-UP. There's 55,000 reasons it just got better to bank with MBank. MBank is now part of the All Point ATM network with over 55,000 surcharge-free ATMs worldwide, so you don't have to worry about paying an ATM fee. And finding an All Point ATM is easy. Look for the All Point logo on participating ATMs, download the free All Point mobile app to find a surcharge-free ATM on the go, or visit bankmbank.com. It just got better to bank with MBank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you are in need for the perfect tee to support your favorite local team, look no further. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all the local high schools. The Patriots, Hematites, Miners, Model Towners, and Redmond can all find their logos represented. Under Armour and many other high-known brands are carried, and Wilderness Sports is more than happy to specially make anything with your favorite logo. You want stadium seats to feature that logo? You got it. Go in to see the Hometown Touch as they help you find the perfect fit for you and for all your pursuits of hunting, fishing, and game-time gear. Wilderness Sports, downtown Ishpeming. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back, Tanner Hoops with you. Eric Martello's in the studio. Glad that you're along. We'll give you the halftime numbers here real quick. Unofficial scoring for Westwood, Zach Carlson, 12. And then it's been very balanced with seven other Patriots in the scorebook. Taylor Delangelo, four. 
three for Zach Beckman, two each for Ty Alderton, Marcus Pose, Eric Anderson, and Mason Mariuzza. Scored update, John, the out-of-town scoreboard. Minute left in the opening quarter. Kingsford boys trailing Iron Mountain 20-3. Iron Mountain looking to remain undefeated. They lead Kingsford big late in the opening quarter. Carlson with the basketball here as we start quarter number three. Pulls up for a jumper at the foul line. It misses off the heel of the rim, and the rebound's pulled down by Anderson. Westwood ended the first half on a 14-3 run after the game was tied at 15. Jancy with a basketball. Rotate to Love, top of the key. Love gets it to Hill. Hill to the right wing. Now back up top to Harnick. Harnick guarded by Anderson, driving in, spins at the foul line, puts up a baby hook and misses. Got his own miss, though. Put back around the rim and in. James Harnick, Westwood has done a great job on one of the more prolific scores in the UP tonight. Has not connected on four tries from behind the arc tonight. Here's a corner three in the way for Carlson. That misses. The rebound is tapped out and pulled down by Jancy. Jancy for Harnick. Harnick across the midcourt stripe. Harnick will work it ahead. The charge is called on Caleb Anderson. Delangelo got his feet set. Anderson bumps him to the floor. And Anderson picks up his first foul. Teams first. Turns around. Helps Dell up. One minute gone by, third quarter, 29-20. Westwood's lead is nine. Carlson with the basketball running the point now. Finds Dell. Dell, rotate to Beckman left wing. Beckman looks and looks, yet to employ the dribble. Now he does with a bounce pass to Alderton, trying to post up the low block. Head fake, turnaround jumper is waved off. He traveled. Patriot boys back here two nights from now, taking on Calumet and Westpac action. Patriots fell in a thriller up there last year, 45-44, as Marcus Bowes replaces Zach Beckman. Calumet split a pair of free throws with no time remaining on the clock to get the 45-44 win. A heartbreaker for Westwood at Calumet a season ago. The rematch will be here Thursday night, then Gwynn will go to Calumet Friday night. That'll be each team's next game. Top of the key, Love. Bullet pass underneath Harnick. Good cut to the basket. Lays it off the window and in. And just like that, Gwynn is within seven. They've scored the first four points of the second half. Carlson across timeline. Carlson dish, shovel underneath. Alderton puts up a jumper. No good. Rebound pulled down by Anderson. Anderson ahead to Harnick. Harnick picked up by Delangelo. Harnick out to Love. Love top of the key, defended by Bowes. Bounce pass to the corner for Anderson. Tipped by the long arms of Alderton. And then Ty corrals the basketball to his chest and finds Delangelo with an outlet pass. Now back to Alderton, driving the baseline, gets called for a charge. Team fouls even at one apiece. That's the second personal on Ty Alderton. 5.52 to go in the third quarter. These two teams are pressing each other for most of the first half. They backed off that now, and each is playing each other in the half court. A lot of players out there with hands on their knees right now, bent over, wearing themselves out here in the early going. Lob pass to Hardick down low, tipped away and stolen Carlson, the tip for Anderson. Carlson across timeline, jab step, drive to the basket, right hand layup, no good. Rebound, Alderton, put back, yes. Stretch with his second bucket of the night. He's got four. Into the front court, Harnick, rotate to the top, the key for Love. Love, bounce pass Anderson, now back to Harnick. Harnick gets a high ball screen from Anderson, drive to the basket, stripped to the basketball by Delangelo, out of bounds off Harnick. I think you give Dell credit for a block there. I think that's a block shot. Mariuzza comes into the game, he replaces Marcus Bowes. 
And now the full court press back on for Gwynn, trailing 31-22, 5-16 to go in the first half. Excuse me, in the third quarter. Dell with the basketball across timeline. Dell curls around and finds Carlson between the circles. Gwynn amping up their defensive pressure a little bit. Finds Alderton down low who lays it off the window and in. Gwynn gambling a little bit there defensively and Westwood found Alderton alone on the low block. That's back up by 11. Largest lead of the game for either team. Jancy with the basketball down low. Trying to post up his jump shot. No good but he's fouled and Tristan Jancy will go to the line to shoot two with 4.48 to go in the third quarter. Fouls on Delangelo, his first team second. We know these two teams will be in the same postseason district. District pairings come out on Sunday as Jancy makes the first foul shot. One more coming. 33-23 our score. Second foul shot on the way and made, and it's back down to single digits. 4.48 to go, third quarter. Full court press remains on for the Model Towners. Carlson is able to beat it into the front court where he's picked up by Anderson. Carlson backs it out with a right-hand dribble between his legs, crosses over, now drives right to the rack. Right-hand layup is good. Just no stopping that. 14 points tonight for Carlson. Into the front court, Love. To the top keeper, Anderson. Anderson defended by Alderton. Anderson gets a high ball screen. Carlson switches on him. Now goes up top to Hill. Hill picks up the dribble. Rotates back out to Love. Love between his legs. Love between the circles. Jim Finkbeiner on the sideline. Relays in the play call. 4.05 to go here in the third quarter. Love dribbles in front of his own bench. Patiently waiting for something to develop. Gets a high ball screen. Drives in. Bounce pass down low. Harnick turnaround jumper no good. Rebound Eric Anderson. Anderson has it taken away from him. Loose in the floor. And Love comes away with it. Love for Hill. Hill in the low block. Jump shot off the window and in. 3.45 to go third quarter. 35-26. Westwood by nine. Into the front court. Delangelo with the basketball. Dell rotate to Mariuta left wing. Mariuta back out to Dell. Dell. Right-hand dribble between the circles. Dell looking to drive, pulls up at the right elbow. His jumper's around the rim, no good. Rebound loose on the floor, kept alive by Mariuta. Tries to call timeout. Did they grant it to him? Yes, they did. Heads-up play by number 11 in white. Mason Mariuta dove on top of the ball like he was handling a grenade and called timeout. Alert play by the senior. Well, if you're looking for a safe and sound community bank, look to M-Bank. From business loans to home mortgages and everything in between, M-Bank's in your corner just around the corner. Stop in and visit any of the seven Marquette County locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Art Van Furniture of Marquette is proud to be locally owned and operated by the same family serving our community since 1971 at Household Appliance. The Midwest leader in furniture and mattresses. Visit ArtVan.com to see their weekly ads and preview their selection. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. All the best from Fox Motors Team UP. Eagle Mind reminds you that travel conditions can change from mile to mile. Focus on getting to your destination safely. If there's ice and snow, take it slow. A winter safety message from Eagle Mind. Also, did you know First Bank has offices in Ishpeming and Marquette, plus seven other locations in Upper Michigan? Find out more at first-bank.com, or better yet, stop in soon to meet the team. First Bank, proud to be part of our community where it's all about people. Wilderness Sports is proud to feature clothing items for all local high schools. Get behind your team wearing hats, shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more with the logos of your favorite school. And Big Boy Restaurant, ready to serve you in Marquette. They have room for 
breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets for you and your entire team in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. Inbound pass underneath to Alderton got tipped out of bounds by a Gwynn player, and we'll do it up again. Some scores to update you on. Iron Mountain Boys lead Kingsford 23-9 after a quarter. Gladstone 65-34. They trail the Nagani Boys after three. If their score holds and our score holds, Westwood will jump Gladstone in the mid-pen standings. Mariuzza with a basketball drive to the rack. Layup going and waving it off with a charge. Or are they? Oh, maybe not. The officials get together. It is going to be a three-point play for Mason Mariuzza. Now, one official stuck his arm out this way. I thought they were calling a charge. Stuck his arm toward the opposite basket. Instead, they're going to stick with the and one call, and Mariuzza nails the foul shot. Strong drive by Mason. He's got five tonight. 3.05 to go third quarter. Here's a tip pass out of bounds into the Westwood student section off the hand of Zach Carlson. And it's 38-26, Westwood by 12. Inbound from Jancy goes to Love between the circles. Love guarded by Delangelo. Love, left-hand dribble, gets it to Harnick in the corner. Harnick, stutter step, drive to the basket, puts up a floater. It was blocked by Eric Anderson out of bounds off of Westwood. Beckman tried his darndest to save it. JV game tonight, a thriller won by the Patriots, 30-29. to The lead changed hands three times in the final minute. Harnick off the inbound, catch, shoot, three. Misses off the front of the rim, rebound Delangelo, and then he's fouled by Mastin Love. Fourth team foul on Gwynn, 2.47 to go here in the quarter. That's the third personal on Love. Carlson with the basketball, pushes it across timeline. Carlson driving right to the rack, stripped of the basketball. Harnick with the steal. Harnick threw it right back, and it kicks off Delangelo, and Carlson gets it back. Carlson back out to Dell, a wild sequence of events there. Dell between the circles finds Mariuzza left wing. Mariuzza, we get a whistle and a hold the ref is signaling underneath against Gwynn. 2.32 to go, third quarter, 38-26, Westwood by 12. And a newcomer on the floor for Westwood, Matt Pavo, a 5'8 senior. Half a point, half a rebound per game. Dell will trigger it in underneath. That foul, by the way, the fourth personal on Mastin Love. As Dell looks and looks to trigger it in, continues to look, bounce pass nearly stolen, loose on the floor, bodies die for it, and a jump ball is called. Matt Pavo able to dive on the loose ball, and he ties up Caleb Anderson, alternating arrow favors Gwynn. 2.29 to go, third quarter, 38-26. Westwood's lead is 12. Top of the key, Hill playing the high post, drives to the left elbow, now kicks it out to Love. Love, rotate to the right wing. Anderson with it. Anderson's pass tipped and deflected. Steal for Taylor Delangelo. One-on-one to the basket. Deflection. Olderton. Left-hand layup around the rim. Kicks off. Rebound pulled down by Jancy. Jancy. Ahead to Anderson. Anderson finds Lightford. Lightford stripped to the basketball, but it went right to David Duval. And then we get a whistle and a timeout called by Jim Finkbeiner. A minute 58 to go. Third quarter. 38-26. 12-point Westwood lead. Super One Foods and Agani and Marquette support the players in tonight's game. Low prices, better choices right in your neighborhood. Super One Foods, 
True North Middle Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's game. Peninsula Glass and Auto knows there are some real advantages to buying a used vehicle. Someone else took the hit on the depreciation, so the value of the car is yours at a fair price. Peninsula Glass and Auto looks for the kind of vehicle they can stand behind. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Dave's Collision Center, 579 Washington Street in Ishpeming. Get active, be active, stay active. Active physical therapy in Marquette, Ishpeming, and Nagani. Check them out at stayactiveup.com for more info. And Eagle Mine reminds you travel conditions can change from mile to mile. Focus on getting to your destination safely. If there's ice and snow, take it slow. Winter safety message from Eagle Mine. 38-26 our score. Halftime score from E.L. Miller Gymnasium at Gwynn High School. Gwynn girls lead Nagani 17-12 at halftime. Out of the timeout for Westwood, Pavo, Alderton, Carlson, Delangelo, and Mariuzza. Inbound to the top of the key for Anderson. Anderson, rotate to Lightford. Lightford for Harnick, bullet pass underneath. We get a whistle and a foul away from the ball, a hold against Westwood. Minute 50 to go, third quarter. It's number three in the Patriots. It's on Matt Pavo, his first. Model Towners will trigger it in underneath the Westwood bucket. Harnick to do so. Mariuz is on ball to the corner for Anderson. Anderson goes up top to Duval. Duval for Harnick now out to Hill. Hill driving in. Hill puts up a floater in the paint. His jumper missed iron. Rebound pulled down by Alderton. Alderton for Carlson. Carlson across the midcourt stripe. Carlson at the foul line brings it back out. Finds Dell. Dell drive the lane. Pull up jumper in the paint. No good. Rebound for Lightford. Lightford with a quick outlet stolen by Carlson. Carlson, 4-3, off the heel of the rim, no good. Another row board for Taylor Delangelo tonight. Dell brings it back out near the center of the floor with a minute 15 to go, and we get a whistle and a double dribble call. 38-26, Westwood's lead is 12. Westwood led 13-12 after one. Ended the first half on a 14-3 run and led 29-18 at the break. Bullet pass underneath Harnick. Too easy. Catch, shoot, layup off the window. To break down for Westwood defensively. 60 seconds left here in the third quarter. 38-28. Lob pass to Matt Pavo near midcourt. Pavo looking for his point guard. Finds him. Delangelo with the basketball, and he works it across timeline. Dell with the right-hand dribble. 45 seconds left in the quarter. Bounce pass is... Not touched, out of bounds. Just unforced turnover. Tried to get it to Mariuzza. I don't know if Harnick was able to touch or not. The official says no. And Westwood turns it over unforced as Zach Beckman comes back into the ball game for Westwood. 39 seconds left here in the third quarter. 38-28. Gwynn can get it down to single digits with a bucket here. It'd be anybody's ball game going into the fourth. Harnick with the basketball, trying to back down Beckman. Now he kicks it out to uh, Reed Hill. Hill right at the top of the key, calling for a ball screen, and we get a whistle away from the play, and it's because Jim Finkbeiner called a timeout. Jim Finkbeiner knows how big of a possession this is. Gwynn has been down for most of this game, moves back and forth early on, trailed by as many as 12. But with 22 seconds left here in the third quarter, they can get within single digits going into the fourth. Well, if you're looking for a bank that understands your business, look to M-Bank from business loans to treasury management and everything in between. They're in your corner just around the corner. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Household appliance services, what they sell, and sometimes what others sell, depending on the brand. Not every store can promise that. Service after the sale is always tradition and household appliance. The Orkinzolke Funeral Home support the athletes, cheerleaders, band, and fans. Play hard, be fair, and enjoy the game. And True North Federal Credit Union is a resource for you and your family. They support the efforts of all involved in tonight's contest. End of three quarters at Gwynn. Middletowner ladies lead Nagani 27-23. The basketball, Anderson, defended by Delangelo. Rotate up to the top, the key now for Harnick. Harnick guarded by Alderton. Harnick, lob pass to the corner for Hill. Hill lets it go with one second left in the clock and beats the buzzer. Reed Hill gets it to go, and Gwynn is within single digits after three. Fourth quarter after this, you're listening to Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. During winter, travel conditions can change mile to mile and minute to minute. Prepare for cold, wind, drifting snow, freezing rain, and other surprises. Always remember speed limits are for when pavement is clear and dry. Focus on getting to your destination safely and watch for cyclists and pedestrians, even if it means extra travel time. If there is ice and snow, take it slow. A winter safety message brought to you by Eagle Mine. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back, Tanner Hoops with you. Eric Martello in the studio. Glad that you're along. Fourth quarter of action. It's a good one. 38-30, Westwood leads by eight. Final score, Nagani boys all over Gladstone tonight, 75-43 which means if Westwood hangs on to win this game, they will jump the Braves and move into third place in the mid-pen standings. Got a lot to take care of here, though. Westwood with the basketball in the hands of Delangelo. Delangelo between the circles, guarded by Anderson. Delangelo dribbles left at the top The key, goes up top now to Carlson. Carlson to the corner for Eric Anderson. Anderson up top to Carlson, right elbow. Now kick it out to Delangelo, drive to the baseline. His jump shot no good. And was it touch? Was it partially blocked? It was not, the official says, as he points down to the far end of the floor. Wins got it back. They've scored the last four points in this ball game after Westwood took their largest lead of the game at 12. Anderson rotate to Lightford in the right wing. Lightford goes up top to Jancy. Jancy defended by Alderton. Jancy gets a high ball screen and drives in. Shovel pass down low to Hill. is picked off by Carlson, but then taken back by Jancy. Jancy bodied up in the corner by Carlson. Rotates it out to Anderson. Anderson defended by Alderton between the circles. Anderson crosses over, drive to the basket. Scoop shot layup is blocked by Eric Anderson. And Eric has the rebound. Eric with the outlet to Carlson. Carlson across timeline. Carlson driving the paint now brings it back out. Goes up top to Anderson for a long two, and he knocks it down. Four points tonight for Eric Anderson. And Westwood's lead is back up to double digits at 40-30. to 30. Hill with the basketball, rotate to Harnick up top, guarded by Beckman. Harnick directing traffic, right-hand dribble. Harnick continues to look and look. Harnick goes up top to Nick Lightford. Lightford guarded by Carlson, driving on the baseline, cut off by Alderton, goes up top to Hill. 
Hill with a lob pass down low to Harnick. Harnick turns, trying to post up Beckman. Now he kicks it back out to Hill. Hill driving the lane, puts up a floater, misses off the heel of the rim. Rebound is offensive for Harnick. Harnick gets it back out to Anderson. Anderson right at the top, the key to the corner. It's Lightford with the basketball. Lightford gets a high ball screen from Harding. Now a cross-court baseball pass to Hill. Hill in the corner, defended by Eric Anderson. Drives to the rack, his shot blocked. And a rebound corralled by Beckman, but a foul called prior to that. And it's on Eric Anderson. A very late whistle that says Anderson fouled Hill in the act of the shot. And that puts Reed Hill to the line to shoot two with 5.57 to play in regulation. Hill's first is on the way and missed off the front of the rim. 40-30, to 30, Westwood leads it by 10. Trying to make it a regular season series sweep over Gwynn. Second foul shot is missed. Rebound, Ty Alderton, and then he's fouled. Fifth team foul on Gwynn. First personal on Tristan Jancy. Anderson looks and looks and gets it into Carlson. Carlson crosses over. Carlson outlet to Delangelo. Delangelo driving in, stripped to the basketball by Lightford. Here comes Lightford on the other end. Lightford ahead to Harnick. His jump shot, no good, and it's waved off for a travel. Excuse me, it's a charge. A charge on James Harnick. His second, team sixth. Inbound goes to the corner for Carlson. Carlson. Trapped in the backcourt, lose the handle in the basketball, and we have a whistle that blows that play dead. A foul is called. They're getting Gwynn for a foul. I believe they are. Looked like a good trap, but the official said somebody got too much of the body, and that somebody was Lightford, his second, team sixth. Inbound to the corner, take it away. Harnick with it. Harnick, cross court feed. Harnick to Anderson. Anderson right at the top of the key. Han- uh, Anderson driving to the basket, and he's tied up as he tried to put up a runner. Beckman got his hands on it and pulled it down. 5.24 to go in regulation as the alternating arrow favors Westwood. And now Jim Finkbinder's trying to say, no, shouldn't that be our ball? Is he right now is the question. Was the arrow wrong on the board? He is right. Arrow was wrong on the board, so Gwynn with the basketball. The alternating arrow favors them. Inbound underneath. Anderson puts up a layup. No good. Rebound for Alderton. Alderton for Delangelo. Dell across the midcourt stripe. Dell left at the top of the key. Goes up top to Carlson. Rotate Eric Anderson left wing. Eric with a head fake. Back out to Dell with 5.09 to play. Westwood leading 40-30. to Cross-court feed to Beckman. Beckman hands off to Carlson. Stutter step. Tried the lane. He's bumped and fouled. 17 foul on Gwynn, and that will put Zach to the line to shoot a one-and-one. 5.01 to go here in regulation. Foul is the third on Reed Hill. Carlson so far at the line tonight, 5 of 5. Westwood's been pretty good as a team at the line tonight as Carlson makes the first one here, including that last make. Westwood is now 8 of 9 at the foul line this evening. Carlson's second foul shot is on the way. It's around the rim and out. Rebound is offensive, though, for Eric Anderson. Anderson goes back up with it. Gets it to go in one. Or are they waving it off? Nope, they're, they're, call, they're counting it. 
They're counting that. This official, when he does a foul call, he keeps pointing down the other end of the floor. I keep thinking he's calling an offensive foul. Anderson does put it up and in, though. Anderson sending him to the line to try to convert the three-point play, and his and-one try is made. So both foul shots Westwood has missed tonight. They've gotten the offensive rebound. Into the front court. Here's a near steal. And now a steal. Anderson does come up with it, and then his pass deflected out of bounds. And it stays with Westwood. 44-30, Westwood by 14 with 4.46 to go here in regulation. Anderson inbound to Delangelo. Dell between the circles. Rotate to Beckman in the corner. Beckman, top of the key, Carlson for a long jump shot. around the rim and out. Rebound is pulled down by Lightford. Lightford finds Harnick. Harnick across the midcourt stripe. Harnick, left-hand dribble, goes between the circles to Love. Love. Playing with four fouls, but use it or lose it now for him. Westwood leading by 14, an unforced turnover. Just threw it out of bounds, thinking Anderson was going to cut to the ball. He never did. 4.23 to go in regulation. Westwood by 14. Chance to really put away Gwynn right here. Carlson within the backcourt. Carlson gets it across timeline. Carlson looking to push it. Carlson now will bring it back out and choose some clock. That's a smart move. Cross-court feed to Beckman. Beckman. Back out to Dell. Dell bounce pass to Beckman, left at the top key. Beckman's pass thrown away, but Dell is able to track it down. Dell guarded by Anderson inside the arc to Beckman. Right elbow jump shot is off the heel of the rim, no good. Rebound pulled down by Harnick. Here come the model towners with 3.54 to go in regulation. Harnick hands it off to Anderson. Shot blocked by Alderton, and Ty has the rebound. Alderton ahead to Carlson. Carlson, two-on-one developing, nearly stripped of the basketball, but it went right to Beckman. Beckman finds Alderton. Lamp, no good, but he's fouled, and Ty will go to line to shoot two. 3.42 to go, regulation time, 44-30. Third personal against Tristan Jancy, team's ninth. Tie this season, 66% of the foul line. And his first of this trip is on the way and missed. One more coming for Alderton, who's got six tonight. Couple of dribbles, dips the knees. He lets it go, and he makes it. So 3.42 to go in regulation. Westwood's lead is 15 at 45.30. Quickly, down low, uh, right-hand layup is missed by Lightford. Rebound pulled down by Beckman. Beckman to Carlson. Carlson across timeline. Carlson driving right to the rack. Pull-up jump shot from the low block is good. Carlson gets another one to go. He's got 17 to lead Westwood tonight. Harnick up top to Anderson. Left wing three is good. And Gwynn will use another timeout. 3-11 3-11 to play, 47-33. Westwood's lead is 14. Big Boy Restaurant Marquette is room for you and your team to enjoy breakfast, lunch, and dinner buffets. Room for everyone to sit together in the meeting room in the back of the restaurant. Fox Motors Team UP is proud to support the players, coaches, and fans in tonight's game, as well as the educational efforts of our teachers and schools to prepare our students for the future. And uh, Embers Credit Union is ready to serve you in Marquette, Nagani, Gwynn, Munising, and Trinary. Embers Credit Union, live it up. Tanner Hoops on the play-by-play. Eric Martello in the studio. A couple more broadcasts of Westwood Patriot Athletics this week on ESPN-UP. We've got boys' action again Thursday night. Calumet will be in town. 
And then Friday night, the girls go to Nagani. By the way, in the out-of-town scoreboard, three minutes left. Gwynn leading in the girls' game over Nagani, 34-25. And if that score holds, both Gwynn and Nagani will have had two losses in the conference. If that score holds, Westwood will clinch at least a share of the West, uh, excuse me, of the Mid-Pen Conference Championship. If Gwynn holds on and beats Nagani, Patriots can win it outright with a simple win over a Mid-Pen team anytime this season. Inbound to Carlson amidst the full-court press. Bounce pass goes to Delangelo. Delangelo back to Carlson. Carlson stripped to the basketball out of bounds off Carlson. There's still some life for the Towners. 3.05 to go in regulation. Anderson triggers in front of the Gwynn bench, looks and looks. Inbound, nearly taken away. Harnick is able to save it. Harnick, right at the top. The key goes up top to Love. Love back out to Harnick, left wing. Harnick, stutter step, driving the paint, puts up a floater. It's no good, but he's fouled. And Harnick will go to the line to shoot two. 2.53 to go in regulation. 47-33. Westwood's lead is 14. They've led by as many as 17. First foul shot on the way and made from Harnick. Update on that Gwynn score, 34-27 now, two minutes remaining. With a model towner victory, the Westwood girls would clinch at least a share of the mid-pen title as Harnick makes both foul shots. Patriots sub on the floor. Mariutza back in the game, 47-35, 2.53 to go in regulation. 5-0 run for the Towners. Inbound to Mariuta, Mariuta to Anderson. Anderson across the midcourt stripe. Anderson lost the handle on the basketball, got it back, and hands off to Carlson. Carlson driving baseline. Carlson lost it underneath and dribbles on the end line. 2.41 to play here in regulation. Coach Surge employing his guards to run a little clock when you have the basketball. Going way too fast right now, leaving the door open. Harnick driving the baseline, shovel pass underneath, layup blocked. Rebound for Ty Alderton, who had the block. Gets it out to Carlson. Carlson, still in the backcourt, maintains the pivot foot. Now gets it to Anderson ahead. Anderson to Mariuzza. Mariuzza for Alderton in the corner, then Alderton is fouled. Jancy picks up his fourth. Team's tenth. And a timeout's been called by Scott Sergela. So that will put Ty Alderton to the line for two shots. We're in the double bonus, but that'll follow the timeout. 2.15 to go here in regulation. 47-35 is our score. And again, the district pairings will come out this weekend. Sunday morning, we'll know our postseason assignments. For Westwood, you're looking at a few different possibilities, not to speculate too far ahead. But the usual suspects in the 17 district, Gwynn, Ishpeming, Nagani, Manistique, Mark River, Harris, and Munising. Round out the rest of the district 66 field. Don't forget Thursday night we'll have Calumet coming to town for boys basketball. A thriller up there last year. Should be more the same this year. Friday night, girls at Nagani Lakeview Gymnasium. Jared Koski and myself will be there with the call. It's my hope you join us. Once again, Nagani boys all over Gladstone tonight. 
They win 75-43. to So if the Pats hold on, they move back into third place in the mid-peninsula standings. Alderton at the line, shooting two out of the timeout. And again, Westwood has been very good at the foul line tonight, and Ty makes the first. Eight points tonight for Ty. His second shot on the way and made. Coming up once we go final, we've got the unofficial numbers and the recap. All that and more once we hear the final horn sound here. Here's Lightford driving the other end of the floor. His jump shot is no good. Rebound is Lightford's. He got his own miss, and they threw it away to Alderton. He has his pocket picked loose in the floor. Bodies dive for it, and then a foul's called, but on who? Nobody had possession of the ball. I believe it's on Westwood. It is. It's on Eric Anderson, and it will put Jancy to the line for a one-and-one. Official says Jancy did have possession of the ball, and the front end of his one-and-one is missed. Rebound pulled down by Alderton. Alderton for Carlson. Carlson in the backcourt, works it ahead to Beckman. Beckman across timeline. Beckman into a double team, gets it to Mariuzza, down low now to Carlson. His jumper's no good. Rebound pulled down by Love. Love quickly across midcourt with a minute 42 to go. Love right at the top to Key. Love goes up top to Harnick. Harnick and his team trailing 49-35. Harnick dishes it down low to Hill. His jumper's no good. Rebound Carlson. 90 seconds left. 14-point lead. Long stretch pass ahead. Mariuzza behind the defense. Missed the layup. Offensive rebound. Put back no good. And Alderton is fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Boy, Ty's got to be getting close to a double-double tonight. I beg your pardon, I thought it was Ty who got fouled. It's actually Zach Beckman. To finish that thought, though, Ty's at nine points. Got to be close to double-digit rebounds as Bex makes the first foul shot. Bows into the ballgame, replacing Carlson. Carlson takes a seat next to Coach Serge. Second foul shot is missed. Rebound pulled down by Anderson. Anderson will work it ahead. Anderson for Love between the circles. Love to Anderson again. Gets a high ball screen and tries a three. Misses off the heel of the rim. Rebound Mariuzza. Minute 12 to go. 50-35. to 35. Westwood by 15. And Beckman bumped and fouled by Harnick. And that'll put him to the line to shoot two. Beck's putting together a nice game. All ends of the floor. Scoring-wise, he's got four points tonight. And a chance to build on that here. Couple of dribbles, dips the knees, and the sophomore's first try is made. Carlson back in the ball game for Westwood, replaces Bose. One more foul shot coming, it's on the way, makes it. Very balanced scoring attack tonight for Westwood. Seven different players in the scorebook. Love with the basketball, driving baseline, kicks to the corner, now up top, Harnick, 4-3, no good, rebound pulled down Mariuzza. Mariuzza for Carlson, works it ahead to Alderton, bullet pass up front to Anderson, who was behind the defense all by his lonesome, no one even in the front court, but Alderton got hammered in the backcourt as he let that uh, pass go, and the officials know, yeah, Westwood would have had a bucket, but that was too egregious, we can't let that one go. So Ty is going to the line as Reed Hill picks up his fifth personal and that gets Jacob Harnick, a 6'1 junior, averaging a point per game on the floor for Gwynn. 52 seconds to play. It's 52-35. Westwood's lead is 17. 
Bose Pavo back in the game along with Stephen Kangas for the first time, a 5'10 junior, one and a half points and half a rebound per game. We'll have the numbers and recap once we go final as the first foul shot made by Alderton, and he's now in double figures with 10. Four of five at the foul line and make it five of six as he makes the second foul shot. Inbound to Love across midcourt, picked up by Bose. Love, rotate to the top of the key, Harnick driving in. Harnick, cross-court feed is off the hand of Lightford. He tracks it down to the corner with 41 to play. Lightford out to Love. Love driving the baseline, kick to the corner, open three. Harnick, no good. Rebound offensive for Jancy. Jancy put back at the low block, no good. Rebound loose on the floor. Matt Pavo has it for Westwood. 25 seconds to play. Pavo hounded the backcourt and tied up. Jancy reached in there and got the tie up with 25 seconds to go. Westwood leading 54-35. Alternating arrow favors Westwood. Eric Anderson will trigger in underneath, gets it into Bowes. Bowes up the left side of the floor. Bowes in the front court with 20 seconds left. Bowes rotate to the corner. Kangas back out to Bowes. Bowes along the baseline back to Kangas. Shovel pass underneath Alderton. Bounce pass. Pavo layup around the rim. No good. Rebound pulled down by Anderson. Seven seconds left. Anderson ahead to Love. Love across court feed. Anderson with it. Now to Harnick. Harnick turns, spin, jumper around the rim and out. And that's all she wrote. Final score, Westwood 54. Gwynn 35. We've got the post-game numbers and statistics after this. You're listening to Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. Closing costs, equity, escrow. Home buying needs to be in a language that's easy to understand. Whether it's your first or your next home, Embers Credit Union helps you buy that home with straight talk. No BS banking and the very best mortgage for you. So every home loan is approved and serviced locally. Our genuine approach to banking is why Embers is the fastest growing credit union in the UP. See any of our great mortgage loan officers or visit embers.org today. We're Embers Credit Union. Let's live it up. Tune in to the UP's premier sports show, The Sports Pen with Tanner Hoops. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP. Get caught up on all the late-breaking headlines surrounding local, regional, and national sports. Plus, hear from coaches as well as local and national members of the media. The Sports Pen with Tanner Hoops. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP. Online at ESPNUP.com and on the ESPN-UP app. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. The Westwood Patriots postgame show starts now. Welcome back, Tanner Hoops with you. Eric Martello in the studio. Final score, Westwood boys winners over Gwen tonight, 54-35. to Telling you about this one, well, it was back and forth early on. The Patriots had a 13-12 lead after one. We were tied at 15 midway through the second quarter, but the Pats end the first half on a uh, 14-3 run and led 29-18 at the break. Led by as many as 12 in the third quarter, but Gwynn with a 4-0 run to end the frame, got within single digits going to the fourth at 38-30, but would get no closer the rest of the way. Westwood's largest lead of the game came by the final score of 19-54-35, the final. With the win, the Patriots now have won two in a row. They're 10-6. 
Gwynn, meanwhile, will drop to 3-12. and 12. Westwood will be back in action Thursday night, a home game with Calumet. The Model Towners, next game against the Copper Kings as well. That's Friday night up at Calumet. Junior varsity game tonight going Westwood's way 30-29 to 29 as well, a game in which the lead changed hands three times in the final minute, but the Pats come away with a victory on the JV floor as well as the varsity. Hey, by the way, the Gwynn girls with a big win over Nagani tonight, 37-29. They avenge a loss last month, and with that, the Westwood girls officially clinch at least a share of the Mid-Peninsula Conference title. Let's take our last time out. When we come back, I'll have the unofficial scoring summary next on ESPN-UP. Dave's Collision and Ishpeming specializes in scratch and dent repair as well as other major collision repairs, including metalwork, painting, and collision-related mechanical work. Dave's uses quality Exalta paint to ensure a clean, shiny, color match finish. With over 26 years of experience, Dave, with the help of his qualified staff, has the knowledge to restore your vehicle to pre-accident condition. Make the right decision. Choose Dave's Collision. Call 485-1211. That's 485-1211. Here at True North Federal Credit Union, we want to teach kids how to save responsibly right from the get-go. That's why we offer the Kirby Kangaroo Club to ages 0 through 12. The Kirby Kangaroo Club teaches kids how to save responsibly by offering them a punch for every $5 deposited into their account. They can then redeem those punches for fabulous prizes. We also offer the Claim Your Youth program to ages 13 through 17. The Claim Your Youth program teaches teens how to save responsibly by offering prizes for net deposits into their account. It's all available at True North Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Make sure you're following ESPN-UP on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with all things UP sports. Don't get left out of the conversation either. Let your voice be heard on anything from high school sports to college and the pros. You'll get access to -to up-to-the-minute news and opinion from the ESPN community. On the air, on the web, and on Facebook and Twitter. It's everything you need for sports. You're listening to Westwood Patriots Basketball on ESPN-UP. Welcome back. Tanner Hoops with you. Eric Martello in the studio. Here's tonight's unofficial scoring. Westwood led by Zach Carlson's 17 points. Nine of Ty Alderton's 11 came after halftime. Other scores for Westwood. Eric Anderson with seven. Zach Beckman had six. Five for Mason Mariuzza, four for Taylor Delangelo, and two for Marcus Bowe. Seven different Patriots in the scorebook tonight. And again, two in double figures. Carlson with 17, Ty Alderton with 11, nine of those after halftime. Once again, our next broadcast of Westwood Patriot Athletics will be Thursday night, a home date with Calumet and Boys basketball action. It's my hope you join me for the play-by-play of that one. The Pats with the victory improved to 10-6 and six overall, 7-3 and three in the mid-pen. And with Gladstone's loss to Nagani tonight, the Patriots jumped the Braves for third place in the conference standings. Gwynn again falls to 3-12. and 12. They're back in action Friday night when they visit Calumet. And possible third meeting, you never know, coming up in the district tournament. Westwood good at the foul line tonight, 18-22 of 22 after a rough foul shooting night at Manistique on Friday. They bounce back tonight and... About half of those misses, they had offensive rebounds to go with it. That should do it for our broadcast. I want to thank everybody who made it possible, including all of our sponsors. We couldn't do it without you. Eric Martello back in Mission Control. I'm Tanner Hoops. Thanks for listening. Our final score once again, Patriots over Gwynn, 54-35. JV, Westwood 30-29 
over Gwynn as well. Signing off in the West End for Eric Martello, I'm Tanner Hoops saying good night and go Pats. Thanks for listening to Westwood Patriot Basketball on ESPN-UP. Now we'll return to regular ESPN programming.